Ladies and cool people, Andy here. I went from depressed and suicidal to living a life of abundance and joy. If I can do it, you sure as hell can too. Let's talk about breaking up, ending things, but doing it in a way that leaves you feeling good about the decision rather than feeling guilty or worrying that you might have hurt the other person. If you're someone that wants to date quite a few people and maybe explore your options or do things non-monogamously, it's kind of expected that at some point you will probably end things with someone. Or a better way of phrasing that is you're probably not going to click with absolutely everybody that you date or that you see for a little while, and at some point you might want to date someone else or you might want to just stop seeing this particular person. And this stuff applies to monogamy as well. Most relationships don't last for very long. Or they don't last for the entirety of both of those people's lives. Most relationships end in a breakup. Some relationships end up lasting, you know, until one or both of those people die. But most relationships end at some point. And yet, there's this taboo around breaking up. It's something that most people don't talk about. They don't want to face. They kind of bury their head in the sand and say things like, I will love you forever, and I'll be with you forever. And most people, like I said, are just too afraid to ever think about what they would do in terms of a breakup. And then when they get to that point where maybe they start having doubts or feelings of like, I think I'm done with this relationship, I think it's taken its course, and I think I want to move on, they don't really know what to do. And there isn't a whole lot of advice out there of how to break up amicably or kindly with someone. And so I think that's a big reason why a lot of people, especially in casual relationships, will just ghost or they'll kind of fade out. Or sometimes in a monogamous relationship, they will do something like they would cheat on the other person or they will have a really big fight so they can blow up so they can use that as an excuse to break up rather than taking it head on and saying, hey, look, I just don't want to continue doing this anymore. So in the past, I've written an article called How to Break Up or End Things Amicably, the exact same title that I've given this podcast. And if you haven't read that article, and that article is on my website on killyourinnerloser.com, you can just search for breakup. But I have kind of a few different, I guess, templates or suggestions of how you can end things with someone, depending on basically how committed you two were to each other or how much affection there might be or how close you both were, how much time you spent together. And the short version is basically, you don't have to be perfect. It's okay if you're clumsy. Just try your best to be as compassionate to both yourself and the other person as you can be and try and be as honest as you possibly can be and realize that there is no correct way to break up with someone. There is no good time to break up with someone. So don't sit there and wait until the right time or think that you have to phrase it perfectly. No, just be as honest as you can be. Tell them up front, I think I want to end things or I do want to end things. I'd like to move on. I'd like to see other people. However you want to phrase it, but realize that there's no perfect way to do this. I'll give you a couple of templates that you can use if you want to, or again, say your own thing. It doesn't really matter how you phrase this, but if this is someone that you haven't really had sex with, maybe you've kissed each other once or twice, maybe you've been on a couple of dates. In that case, there isn't really much investment. So you can just say something simple, like you could text them or you could call them. I usually just text if we haven't had sex and you can say, hey, I had fun or it was cool meeting you, but I'm not really feeling it and I don't want to continue any further. 
I enjoyed meeting you. I hope you find what you're looking for. That's kind of just my basic template. Now, if it's someone that you've had sex with once or twice, again, you can say whatever you would like to end things. But what I like to say is, hey, I had fun, but I'm not really feeling the chemistry. I don't want to go any further. It was really nice meeting you. I hope you find what you're looking for. If it's somebody that I've had sex with quite a bit, you know, maybe we're friends with benefits, maybe we're just dating quite casually, you know, however long that has been, maybe it's been three months, maybe it's been a couple of months, maybe it's been six months. If it's been very casual, I will usually call them or I will send a text and I'll say, hey, I want to stop seeing each other. You didn't do anything wrong. I've had a lot of fun with you. I'm just not feeling the chemistry anymore. I'm really glad we met. You had a positive impact on my life and I wish you all the best. So that's more for casual. Maybe not if I'd seen them for six months. If I've seen someone for six months, there's usually more investment. So I'd probably send that message that I just said, if it's only been, you know, a month, two months, maybe three months. And so if it is someone that I've seen for six months or longer, then I will meet them in person. Maybe I'd have a phone call, but usually I would meet them in person and I would just explain things and I'd be as honest as I can. And I just say things like, look, I I don't want to keep seeing each other anymore. Maybe this comes out of left field for you, but I don't really want to keep seeing each other. And I wanted to be honest with you about that. You had a very positive impact on my life. I'm very glad I met you, but I want to move on. And at times, or a lot of the time, people will say, why? Like, did I do something wrong? And I would just be very honest. I'll say, you know, as honest as I possibly can be while still being compassionate. I will say, you know, if there's any reasons, like maybe I wasn't feeling as attracted to them, I'll just say I'm not feeling the attraction or I'm not feeling the chemistry. If maybe there's someone else that I want to date instead, I'll say, yeah, there's somebody else that I would like to spend time with instead. If I'm just, you know, kind of not as excited anymore, I'll say I'm just not feeling the passion anymore. And so I won't blame the other person because at the end of the day, if I'm breaking up with someone, it's about me and my feelings and my thoughts and what I want. It's really got nothing to do with them. If there's no chemistry there, that's not their fault. They will go and find someone else with whom they have more chemistry with. So I just try and be as honest and compassionate as I can be. And as I said in that original article where I talked about all of these concepts, sometimes the other person, you know, feels sad. Sometimes they cry. Sometimes you look like the bad guy or the bad girl, no matter what. You know, sometimes they might ask you a bunch of questions of like, why, 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 why? Like, tell me why. Is there something I can do? And so realize that sometimes breakups can be a little messy, but they don't have to be horrible things. You know, you can be as compassionate as you can. You can explain you added a lot to my life. I'm so glad we met. And you might find that a lot of breakups, as I have found, a lot of the time after the person gets over the initial shock or the initial hurt, they're really grateful. And they say, you know what? Yeah, I would have liked to have kept seeing you, but thank you for being so honest with me. Thank you for being so kind to me. Thank you for having the decency to tell me that you don't want to see each other anymore. And thank you for adding to my life. I'm really glad we met. I think we had a positive impact on each other's lives. And I'm glad that we had the time that we had together. And so breakups are one of those things that most people, like I said, are terrified of, or they shy away from, or they think are automatically going to be painful, but they don't have to be. They can be, you know, just the end of that chapter and the start of both of you, or the start of both of your next chapters. And this whole discussion that we're having here today in this podcast was kind of prompted by a female coaching client that we're working with right now. 
who has recently ended a couple of casual relationships. And so we had all of these sort of big discussions that I'm having with you here now. And the biggest thing that I told her was, look, if the other person is hurt by the end of a relationship, that's their feelings, that's their business. And it's not really up to you to control their feelings or try and save them from hurt. Obviously, you be as kind and compassionate and honest as you possibly can be. But if they're hurt by the breakup, then that's their feelings. Allow them to have their feelings. Allow them to be hurt if they're going to be hurt. Allow them to be angry if they're going to be angry. And don't worry about your role in that. You didn't hurt them. The breakup hurt them or their belief that the breakup is bad hurt them or their sadness around the relationship ending is what's hurting them. It's not you. All you did was speak your truth. All you did was be as honest as you possibly can. And so you're not a bad person because you break up with someone and they get hurt. And similarly, it's not their fault. You don't blame them and say, oh, they shouldn't be hurting. It just is what it is. Sometimes people hurt. Sometimes people get sad. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It just is what it is. And I guess one final thing to talk about that sometimes gets asked during a breakup is what do I do if the other person keeps messaging me or doesn't seem to be understanding that we're breaking up? And in the case of this particular female coaching client that we're working with right now, one of the guys that she ended things with kind of just kept persisting and kept messaging her and kept texting her and calling her and added her on different fate, you know, different social media accounts like Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. And she asked us for advice, like, what do I do in this case? And we said exactly what I would say to all of you. You're allowed to block the other person. If you've made it very clear that, hey, I don't want to see each other. Hey, this is the end. And the person doesn't take no for an answer. You're allowed to break, to block them. You don't have to continue talking to them. You're allowed to ignore them. You've made it very clear that the communication is ending right now. If they don't listen to that, well, that's on them. They're allowed to not listen to that and you're allowed to block them. This is something that actually has come up a few times in the coaching program. Another guy in there, Ed, who happens to be one of the coaches in the program now, in the past, he had sort of ended something with one particular person who just kept persisting and persisting and persisting. Until we said to Ed, you're allowed to block this person. You don't have to allow them to continue messaging you. And this is something that I've had in the past too. And I've just chosen to block. And this is something that recently came up with a friend of one of the girls that we are dating. So one of the girls that we've been dating for over a year now was telling us a couple of months ago that one of her friends has been wanting to break up with a guy that she's been seeing. And... She finally worked up the courage to tell this guy, listen, I think we're done. You know, I don't want to be with you anymore. I still like you. I love you. But like, I'm just, I think we go in different directions. And this guy literally said, no, we're still going to keep dating each other. And she was kind of a little taken aback by that and kind of a little unsettled. And she said, no, like, I'm serious. Like, we're not going to date anymore. And he was like, nope. I don't consent to that. It requires two people to break up. And so we're going to keep dating. And she was just really confused as to what the fuck she was supposed to do. (laughs) Like, I think everyone listening would probably say, maybe that's not the healthiest (laughs) mindset to be in, right? Hey, I'm breaking up with you. No, we're not breaking up. 
I don't consent, you know, maybe not the healthiest place for this particular guy to be in, but, you know, she ended the call and she kind of asked her friend, you know, this girl that we're seeing, she asked her friend, what am I supposed to do? Like, what do I do? This guy is like not ended. He does, he, he's not agreeing to end things. Like, what the fuck do I do? And what she ended up doing was, you know, sort of removing contact and saying, hey, you know, if this guy isn't going to take no for an answer, then I'll sort of take matters into my own hands. So that might happen from time to time that the other person might not respond particularly well to a breakup. And that's okay. They're allowed to believe or think whatever they think and believe. They're allowed to be angry. They're allowed to be sad. They're allowed to be irrational and be kind of like a child. It is pretty childish to say, no, I'm not breaking up with you. But hey, we've all been children at some points. I've been very childish in my life and that's okay. But all it leaves us to do is to, if we need to, block them or set some boundaries in place and then move on. You know, I say it all the time. If you've made a decision to end things with someone, then stick to that decision. That's your decision. And if the other person isn't going to respect that decision, that's okay. But you respect your own decision and blocking can help you respect your own decisions. But these examples are honestly not as common as you might think. 90% of the time, people take things pretty well. They might be sad, they might be upset, they might be a little angry, but for the most part, most people can be adults about it. And especially if we're talking a fairly casual relationship, most people after a casual relationship take things pretty chill and they understand why you're ending things. And even if they're a little bit sad, they're okay. Especially if you do what I talk about a lot of the time where I say, Do your best to leave people better than you found them. And what I mean by that is when you're seeing someone, even if it's just casual, do your best to add a little bit of value to their life. You know, have amazing sexual adventures together. Hang out and talk about some of the deeper topics. Care about them a little bit. You don't have to get massively invested if you don't want to, although you're allowed to. And I like to, and Imogen likes to with the girls that we date together. But just little things, you know, spending a little bit of time with them after sex, asking some deeper questions, having amazing sex, building something, caring about them, listening to them, talking to them, sharing some of your own stuff, you know, rather than just the sort of surface level casual relationships where you just stick your penis inside their vagina, or if you're a woman, you envelop their penis in your vagina. And there's nothing wrong with shallow, but it just isn't really necessarily what I advocate and what I strive for in my own life. I like that deeper stuff. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like the deeper stuff too. So that is a little bit more of my thoughts around breaking up with people. I will leave a link in the description to the original article, which has a few more details that I didn't necessarily cover here. And it has a lot more like how to, as I said, I literally have templates that you can copy paste to people if you would like to you can write them in your own words of course but some people kind of like the templates a lot of my coaching clients have said i want to end things with this person but i'm I, i just don't know what to say can you please just give me something that I can say so I don't have to think about it as much because I'm just really nervous and I don't want to screw this up and as I say you're not going to screw it up right give yourself a little bit of permission to be an imperfect human being give yourself permission to suck but the templates do help people so I will leave a link in the description below to the templates I also have coaching if you want more help with dating sex money business spirituality mental health losing weight goals in general, whatever that might be. I'll run the outro at the end so you can hear a little bit more about the coaching program. But as always, ladies and gentlemen, go out there, crush those goals, 
And don't worry about being perfect, particularly when it comes to ending things or going through a breakup. If you've been wanting an amazing, awesome elite sex life, tons of threesomes, plenty of wild adventures and great memories with awesome people, we would love to help you get there. Here's just a little bit of what our coaching clients have achieved in their time in the program. Renee had a threesome in just his second week of coaching, had a woman write him a love letter, and he went on to have sex with 12 women in just 12 weeks of coaching. Corky had his first threesome, slept with seven amazing women, and made a ton of awesome memories with them. George and Power both had sex with 10 women each in their 12 weeks, had a bunch of wild adventures along the way. Join me and join them by clicking the coaching link in the description below.